Well, hello, everybody. And it's Sunday. And what a hot Sunday it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the humidity isn't bad. It really isn't, you know. So it's kind of what Southerners call a dry heat. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I'll tell you, uh, my lawn, this is June 4th, correct? My oh, yeah. lawn looks like August 4th. It's crunchy, crunch, crunch. We haven't gotten any rain at all. You know, like Cottage Grove got deluge, you know, around us. It's coming, it's coming, it's getting black. The wind picks up, drop, drop, drop. And it either goes to White Bear or it goes to Forest Lake. And I mean, literally, you cannot walk on my lawn because it's solid crunch. I don't water my lawn. Oh, weird. Yeah, you know, uh, and so, you know, if it goes dormant, it goes dormant. Yeah, yeah. It always comes back, you know, when we get the rain. So there's a couple of years ago, though, I would have swore, nah, it ain't coming no, back. No, I mean, I need to water my, my garden, but it's not been that bad. We got a little bit of sprinkle here and there. Oh, I mean, we haven't got not a dime. I started, I've got, it's a round plastic ring that, you know, you hook your hose to and you can set it and you can have it just kind of come out from the center and do a little mini waterfalls mm-hmm. like this. So it's almost like a soaker. So I got that out. So I've been sewing my plants. I swear to God, just smiling. <laughs> Thank you. We were just about ready to quit. <laughs> so anyway, got all my pots. This is a first. I got all my pots planted before Memorial Day. And so, uh, and that's a rarity. Usually it's like after the second week in June, but I got a little extra time. In my that, hands, that's so. about where I am right now. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so all my pots, I probably redid my pots, fertilized. Blah, 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 blah. I, this is the first time I ever did that. I went through every pot, dug it up. New soil, some new soil, and then some, uh, what they call that, time release, miracle mm-hmm. grow. Okay, mm-hmm. put that in there. Okay, and then went and got my plants, because usually I'm doing one, I do one, you know, dig it out, da-da-da-da, put the plant yeah. in. Do the next one, dig it out, you know, put the plant in. No, this time, so this time, it, and it worked like a gem. I just had to go from pot to pot to pot. They were all ready to go. I could just plant, 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 and it just smooth as silk. I don't know why it took me all these years to figure that one out, but it did. <laughs> you know what I still haven't gotten planted yet this year? That's my my favorite thing, and I really need to get on top of it. I do an herb pot that I have this uh, tree that was chopped down like right in front of my house, so I have this like perfectly heightened stump, Okay, and it gets good sun, and I take this big planter's pot and plant like, f- I have like usually five different herbs in there. Oh, wow. Okay. And put it all together, water it together, and I got like basil, mint, rosemary, uh, wow, some other okay. things, like thyme all in the same pot, and oh, I cool. use it all summer long. That was going to be my next step. Is it that to look at, or do you actually use it? <laughs> no, I use a lot of it, okay. um, especially because I like, I like doing like herby cocktails in the summer, so like I use a lot of the mint and basil. Okay, and what's your base? Vodka, gin, what? Um, It really depends okay. on... What I have around me, I mean, vodka is the easiest thing to work with, but I also just like making like lemonades oh. and waters with like herb yeah. and lemon and stuff. I just, yeah, I love lemon. I love cucumber water. Yeah. That's what makes me drink water a lot because otherwise water, I'm totally disinterested. This is my hangover cure is I have Gatorade powder in my house okay, and I do a little bit of Gatorade powder, but not a ton just for like the electrolytes okay. and a little bit of sugar, Okay, ginger and lemon and just a ton of squeezed lemon. Oh, interesting. And it really, it works, I swear. And the ginger settles your stomach. Yeah, it perks you right up, doesn't mm-hmm. it? <laughs> cool. I bought a bottle of vodka because during the summer, some people like, I get that Simply Limp Lemonade, which I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a bottle of vodka because I'm a beer person. Anyway, and so uh, I kid you not, for two weeks I've been trying to open the tank bottle. 
I couldn't get it opened. I was like, what did they do? And it's a glass bottle, you know, so I couldn't like whack it or whatever type thing. So my grandson was over last night and I says, I don't want any comments on this. I've had this in the refrigerator for two weeks. I got it with the lemonade. I can't open it. He just looks at me like, Are you? And of course, you know, my, my grandson's six, six, right? So what does he do? I said, I loosened it. I loosened it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And so he says, there you go. And then I'm like, oh. you're wrangling dogs left, right, and center. I thought you'd have better grip I, strength. I can't believe it. I tried it with my right hand. I tried. The big joke was when I went to go get a beer, because I got a fridge out in the, the school. Time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I went to go get beer. Every time I went to get a beer, I tried to open the thing. <laughs> As maybe, maybe this gr- time. Maybe yeah, this time. And I know. And then I got a wet rag, you know, to get a better grip. Mm-hmm. And I, honest to God, I thought that sucker was sealed for a lifetime. <laughs> and so anyway, and then he comes just go geek and it's like. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so how was your Memorial weekend? It seems like years ago. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, mine is actually fantastic. So that's my mom's birthday. Oh, cool. um, and so every year we go up to uh, the island and do like a little camping weekend and have family and friends. Um, so we went up and she had a ton of people over for her birthday and like made ribs and oh, a million geez. salads and okay. salad. I did tacos the next night for like nine people. Oh, wow. Um, and also it was really special on Memorial Day. Um, like right before we all headed back down to the cities, we finally spread my dog, Nikki, her ashes. Okay. Um, and as we were like sitting and kind of doing a little like funeral, it was, yep. it was at her favorite place in the world. Okay. Yeah. It's at the part of our island that faces like the sunset and it's got a little grass patch she would oh, sit nice. in and a nice area for her to like walk into the water because she didn't like to play fetch or okay. go for long swims, but she would, we call it Dabble. lily dipping. Yeah. Because okay. <laughs> she wanted to cool down and she'd like to go on a little swim. So we spread her there and as we were like sitting talking about her, we realized that the day we had chosen to spread her ashes was like literally the day to the day. 18 years previously, we had found her. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Now, who? How, what kind of dog? She was a husky lab mix. She, she, We think she came off the Fond du Lac reservation, so okay. she was kind of a mix of okay. a million things. And how old is she when she left? Uh, 18, 19. Oh, my. And how long has she been gone? Um, It was a year oh, okay. now. She died last summer, wow. towards the beginning of the summer. Oh, that's a tribute. That's unreal. And that's, I mean, I'm... I'm turning 25 in August, so that's my entire life. Yep. I had yep. this dog because we found her. I was like six. Yeah. Yep. So it's, I've dog went through a lot with you. Yep. Oh, yeah. I How did you her. spell Nikki? You said the dog's name was? Yeah. N I K K I. That's what my Nikki was. Yeah. N I K K I. Yep. Yep. I yep. loved it. It was a great name for yep. her. Yeah. No, that's cool. Well, that's, uh, on the, we, I went to the memorial service up at the vet's camp on Big Marine Lake. Mm-hmm. They had a flyover. That was really cool. But anyway, and, and it was just a very, it was only 45 minutes. And it, we had two people get up and tell, uh, like, one, uh, both of them were in Nam, you know, kind of said they, uh, a, a little bit about what happened when they were in Nam and stuff like that. But it, it was really, and we got to sing God Bless America, and then uh, America the Beautiful, and uh, the Star Spangled Banner, and I, the guy that was start singing it, he was a guy with way down here. Yeah. And, you know, he's right, and the black is wet. Blah, blah. <laughs> it was like, geez. It was fun. But it was a really good. And then they had a um, hamburger and uh, hot dogs for everybody, and then it was a potluck. Classic, classic, yeah. classic. Yep, and anyway, so, I mean, that food was just... <laughs> 
So it was really nice uh, up at the vet's camp. And then, like I said, just did a lot of yard work and such like that. Really didn't. I'm actually thinking about doing. I haven't. I used to do a, like a Fourth of July picnic at our house and have like uh, seeds bitten contests. You know, just fun. kind of fun stuff like that. I haven't done it in eons. And I was thinking, you know what? Maybe I might do that this year. Just you get the family together, you know. So. Anyway, so hopefully you guys have got some questions for me since you had a week off of me. <laughs> Actually, two weeks. And so you got some questions for me. Uh, one thing I want to uh, bring up is that this coming uh, next weekend, I'm going to be here, but I belong to the Hugo Lions. And uh, the, our big fundraiser is next weekend. It's called Hugo Good Neighbor Days. And so they got live band on a Friday night and Saturday night. We got the parade. I kind of run the parade. I started in 1995. But anyways, the parade starts at 11 a.m. And then now this year from 2 to 5 at Hannah Field in, in Good Neighbor Days uh, in Hugo. Uh, from 2 to 5, we have a DJ playing all 50s music. And hopefully there's going to be some 50 cards. The theme this year for Good Neighbor Days is back to the 50s. And so if you're Ooh. interested in, you know, in dancing to the DJ, um, I got hula hoops. We got different stuff that we can have fun with, and so and it's free, two to five. You know, so come on out. Go to goodneighbordays.com goodneighbordays.com and then you can see we got they got rides we got food tricks we got a craft fair um and then but i'm putting together the parade and then i put together the the two to five uh, back to the 50s theme thing and so like someone hopefully some of the uh, they'll be it depends on the weather hopefully it's not going to rain on us and uh that the dj will be on this main stage and but like i said that one's going to be free now the evening live concerts you can see who's playing go to goodneighbordays.com and the, those are 10 bucks to get in and so anyway so hopefully you can join us because i'll be there uh, with bells on, maybe with a hula hoop. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw it up on the links page so people can go. find yeah, it good, too. Yeah, you go goodneighbordays.com. So it's, uh, hopefully you'll you'll join us because it is, it's a lot of fun. The parade is just a rinky-dink parade. I originally started it for, well, we had lots of tractors and hay equipment and it was more farm orientated so we didn't forget our roots, you know. Oh, I love but that. But now a lot of the farms have, you know, gone to the wayside. And so at the very end of the parade, it's always tied up with the Lutzes. They come with their ginormous tractors that literally are coming out of the field. I still have their discs on or their planters on. So people could just see, you're like, wow, you know, they're, they're not pretty tractors. They're working tractors. No, I need to tell my nephew to go. His favorite thing in the world is a working vehicle. Yeah, yeah I mean, these, and these things are full of mud. And then the Scandia Riders, they have their unit. Uh, it's a, that's a, a horse unit. That's, and they're always at the end of the parade, so nobody walks into doo-doo. <laughs> and then also, too, this is a reminder for hands up. Uh, people, you can be in the parade if you've got a business. It's only 25 bucks to be in the parade. And so uh, you can either call me up at Katie's Canine or go to goodneighbordays.com. And uh, so it's 25 bucks to be in. But one thing to remember that I'm a stickler for is that nobody can walk any dogs in the parade. All dogs have to be riding on in something because I don't want any paws burnt. Okay, so just a heads up on that. But anyway, okay, so give a holler, 651-641-1071. Why did the scarecrow skip his lunch and dinner? All right. Okay, welcome to the KDK9 Show. I'm here every Sunday, noon to do. Uh, yep, I'm your nooner. Why did the scarecrow skip lunch and dinner? Um... Because he had eaten too much crow. Ooh, that's a good one. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's an old phrase. <laughs> that's a good one. But other, this other, their answer is because uh, he was stuffed. He was stuffed. <laughs> okay. So, but that, he, he ate too much crow. That's that's pretty good. 
So anyway, but the crow kind of eat him. So uh, <laughs> right. ideally not. It's supposed to scare him, but I mean crows yes, are too smart. Oh, they are very smart. Um, yesterday, I was so proud of myself. Is you know when it's hot, you got to think of things you know that you can get done. And I want yeah. I, every three years, I power wash my decks. So I was sitting on the front steps. And I'm just kind of looking at my front deck, and I'm kind of going, boy, you look sad. <laughs> this is not good. I need to power wash you. So then I went inside, did a couple things, came back out, and I said, oh, fine. Went downstairs, drug out my power washer, got it all. Something that I did not even have on the radar to maybe later in the summer. And it's just kind of like, fine. And I got it done. But I forgot that I got to get the deck really wet first before that, like, that green stuff will come off yeah. or the dirt will come off. And so once it started getting soaked, then it was a lot easier. But, boy, the first half hour is like, oh, this is not good. I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> well, then all of a sudden it started coming off. It all looks so pretty. I went out there this morning, sat down, and like, look at this. It's one of my favorite tasks, actually. I have to power wash the deck in our cabin, which is massive. Okay. And it's so satisfying. Yes, it is. Like the before and after. It's like one of those, like cleaning tasks yes. it really feels like it pays off well i took pictures you know of uh, halfway between yeah. it's clean it's not clean oh yeah that's the best part you <laughs> and, see oh, it's like stripping wow, away <laughs> i know it is so fun it's so fun uh but uh, well i've got it we got a really big deck it's uh how long is it 25 feet by 10 oh yeah 10 wide by 24 but anyway and so that the front one is smaller but anyway but the side one i just i looked I'm like, I think I'm going to have to use the big power washer. We got one that's gas, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it makes a lot of noise. Oh, yeah. But 10 to 1, it's going to blow the boards up, but it will get it done a lot faster than with my little low, you know, it's, but anyway. No, I have to use the gas one, and you have to be careful to not put it in one place too long. Otherwise, oh. you get a yeah, dip in your wood. Been there, been there. But like I say, because the, the one I did in the front deck, that's an electric one. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, it does a spitzer. But it did, it did the job. So, and I did the, three years ago, I did the, the big deck with it too, but I was really remote reminded how tedious it was by doing the short deck first and so anyway well good for you for getting yeah, so i played in the water and got something accomplished i was impressed why my husband and dan uh put up 500 bales of hay yesterday oh in that heat yes well the wow. heat knows you know the hottest day of the year that's when all the hay needs to be bailed that's the farmers it's that's just the way it is so anyway give a holler 651-641-1071 who's up well, so first on we have Chris, whose dog took Benadryl a few days ago and has not really been feeling right since. Oh, hi there. Hello. Hi. And hi, Katie. Why did we give him Benadryl? Well, both my little dogs are they're crazy scared when thunder starts coming. Okay. Yep. So I mean, they just they both just look at each other and they just run and go scratching at the carpet. They're just beside themselves. Okay. So we we heard that Benadryl was helpful. Yep, yep. And we gave one and a half pills to my Shih Tzu, who's about 18 pounds. Mm-hmm. And she she's just been sleeping for like three yeah, days. Well, that was a too high a dose for an 18-pound dog. Yeah. <laughs> it should have been a half a pill. <laughs> but yep, one, thing that that I I w- one thing that I was alerted to is that some of the Benadryls have xylitol in it. So you better make sure you oh, read because xylitol is very toxic to dog. Good. Okay. And so okay, make sure I'm, you read the label that it doesn't have any xylitol. But right now you just got to help her process it through. You know what I mean? Whereas, uh, just, you know, just give her good food. Hopefully yep. she's drinking some, you know, that hopefully yep. it'll be processed out. But how many days is, is two days going on two days now? No, this is today is the third, third, the third day. Okay. Oh, is she better than before? Is she getting it? Does she well, seem like she's coming out of it? 
she's eating, and but she still is just, she wants to sleep all day. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah she took her for a curve. But is she eating? It, it, she, yeah. She what, has yeah. been eating all along? Um, I just noticed today now that she ate and she was happy to eat. Okay, good. Okay. Then her demeanor. Because it's when they go out of character, you know, yeah. it's one thing to sleep all the time. But see, that's what better does make you, make you sleepy. But the thing also, the weather's been very hot and that makes you lethargic also. You know, even well, if you go out true. for, if you go out for a little bit of walk and even yeah. like when it's really hard, um, heat out, uh, a lot of dogs quit eating. They'll drink a lot, but they don't eat that much. Same with humans. Yeah. And so that's why you, I think you kind of got double whammied here with Ben drill and then the hot days on top of it and now yeah. you know like now do you have air conditioning yes okay and so that's why like when you go out into the hot that's going to yep. make her like oh and then she comes back into the refrigerator <laughs> yeah yeah and Just so like you bet and so that's why like i say as long as her demeanor she's eating she kind of seems herself even though she's a little bit more sleepy yeah. But I kind of think that that's it. And I would keep the walks uh, like, you know, to early morning to later in the evening where it's cooler out. Make sure you mm-hmm. don't walk around the tars, walk around grass. Uh, yep. d- does, she, does she like a kiddie pool? You know, I just haven't tried that. Okay. I would try a kiddie pool to something that will keep her cool that maybe she yeah. might be interested in. You start out with, I teach, uh, you start out with an empty pool. Okay, and you yep. and you say the word in, and, and, and uh-huh. you know I don't use treats, but this uh-huh. is you know some uh, sometimes when the dogs look at that pool and like I ain't going in there, so then I'll so yep. uh, and I'll put the treat, you know, I'll let them sniff it and I'll drop it in the pool, and so then uh-huh. what happens? Now you stand in the pool because you don't want them to flip the pool with their weight, and that will scare yeah. them. Okay, and say come yeah. on in, you could do it in, and when you can get the dog jumping in and out happily, like hey, this is kind of fun. Now yeah. put like you know maybe two inches of water in there, and have uh-huh. her jump in, just slowly do it, so then they don't. They, they don't get scared and they actually have yeah. some fun with it. And so that, because in that way you should be outside and be cool, but give her something different to, excuse me, something sure. different to do. But yeah, yeah, so just remember, yeah, Benetton for that, that size dog. How did she do on the storm? Did she sleep through it? Oh, you know what? It thundered once or twice and then it didn't do a darn thing. Okay. Okay. Just yeah. like you were talking about a few minutes ago. Yeah. It looked like it was threatening. It yep. was lightning and yep. thundering. Yep. Nothing. Yeah, that's exactly the way our house is. Because another thing that you can do, especially with the 4th of July coming up, everybody's got to start getting their poop together because what is going to be the thing? And I found that uh, Stress Free from SpringtimeInc.com, I started Gilligan on that two weeks before 4th of July. And oh. so I get to get it into a system because it's all natural. So it doesn't, you can't OD the dogs on this. Okay. Okay. But stress anyway, free. stress-free by springtimeinc.com. Okay, okay. CBD oil sometimes works with, with some of the dogs, the good CBD oil. If you okay. want to learn more about CBD oil, you go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com. And Dana's got really good articles on CBD oil, what's the good stuff and what's the fake stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then yep. um, some people have had, uh, the main thing, too, is if you put them in a level, do you have a basement? Yes. Okay, because that's what I would do is I'd bring Gilligan downstairs, and then I'd turn the TV on exceptionally loud. <laughs> yeah. And then okay. I would I would close the drapes so that, uh, you know, just kind of like, you know, now it's kind of like a dark hole. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. and then, like, give him a raw bone to chew on just to kind of like, give him something else. But see, sometimes, too, with the thunder, people don't realize this, and I haven't talked about it, so we'll talk about it now. Um, what happens sometimes is that, you know, as a storm is rolling in, the air is becoming electrified. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so what happens is that some dogs, just like with humans, are some humans are electricity sensitive, and uh-huh. some dogs with their coat, and usually the longer coated dogs, what happens uh-huh. is that they start getting little zings. You know, like that when you walk oh. across a carpet and you touch a light yeah. switch. Okay, little yeah. zings as a static builds up in the air, and then what happens uh-huh. is they equate that with the rolling thunder. Oh, okay. Yeah, now sure, when they start when they start hearing it, they start getting a little bit antsy, and, and because uh-huh. they start getting zinged. So the dogs yeah. are that electric sensitive. If you start, if yeah. you put them on a leash and go to the bathroom or go to the laundry room, and then just sit down, read a book, have some music playing, and so what happens is that a lot of the dogs, because in the bathroom the piping it grounds and they don't get zinged. Okay, some oh. dogs will go behind the wall of the behind the toilet in the wall and lay mm-hmm. there. Some will go into the bathtub, and so what you're going to do is help them realize if they go in there, the uh, life is fine. Okay, so you you have to go in there at all, you know, for, with them for a while. I had one gal just plop it in the bathtub. You know what I mean? And she just kind of sat there, read a book, mm-hmm. she brought a movie yeah. in, <laughs> and <laughs> and so like I say, so that you got to find out if your dogs are susceptible, you know, electric uh, to electricity. So that's another yeah. f- a part of the equation too. Okay, sure, but don't sure, coddle yeah. them. You know, don't go. Oh, there, there. It's okay, Muffy. Don't be doing that. Say, no, hey, no, we could do that. We do could that. do this. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. We got this. Okay, yep. so give that a shot. Try to distract them a little you bit. Bet. And... You bet. Okay. Yep. Is that it? Thank you, Katie. You bet. Have a great one. Good luck. Yep. Bye-bye. What is, why was a scarecrow unhappy working in the cornfields? Why was a scarecrow unhappy working in the cornfields? Pat, be back. Summer training is now in session at the YMCA with free fitness assessments from certified personal trainers to prep you for adventures. Like that three-hour group kayak tour you signed up for. Guys, hey, wait up. Join the Y today and boost your summer stamina. I can't feel my arms. It's getting dark. Join at ymcanorth.org. Get help, Mr. Loon. Get help. Okay. Okay, why was the scarecrow unhappy working in the cornfields? Um, he was scared of the murder. Ooh, like a murder of crows. <laughs> I'm impressed. Yes, not many people know that a clutch of, of uh, crows is called a murder. I do not understand that myself. Who de- deemed that? No, wow, I should find out. That it's, is weird. It's very because it's very it's very close because <laughs> it was for the birds. It was for the birds. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't was unhappy working in the cornfields because it was for the birds. There you go. So you're close. But yeah, that's I don't understand where that come from. A murder of crows. Yeah, I should try to find out. Yeah. It's ravens and crows. They are yeah. loud and intelligent. I had one that was, I was camping up north, and it was right above me screeching a raven for like all through the morning, but I was genuinely scared of trying to shoo it away because I didn't want it to be mad at me. Uh, yep, no, I agree. I get it. I get it. No, I know they're very, very intelligent. My girlfriend had a crow. His name is Sammy. And anyway, a pet crow, but <laughs> Sammy didn't like you. He Dive bombed you. Mm-hmm. And, and they're I protective. Mean, oh, it was unreal. Yeah, it was crazy. See, a reminder, too, I got to keep saying this hot asphalt, people, people, 77 degrees out, 125 is the temp of the asphalt, 86, which is we have been around all week, 135 degrees. Okay, at 125 degrees, skin starts burning, okay? And now 97 degrees is 143 degrees in, in, in asphalt. And then also entails in with your cars, folks, okay? That's the same thing, just a smidgen less. You know, when it's 75 in your car, I mean, outside, it's 118 in your car. 
When it's 81 in your car or outside, it's 138. So it's pretty close. So just remember is that people, people, I, my heart got sick a couple times this week. Um, we have that path that goes through Hugo. And so people were out there walking the dogs. And the dogs were like five miles behind. Their heads low. Their tongues really hanging out. And the humans are just walking and talking and stuff like that. And I'm just like, people, overweight dogs, old dogs, the most they should get kind of a walk is maybe a block out and a black back, a block back. That is it in this heat. If you want to do it a couple times a day, that's fine, but no longer than that. If you want to do more, then you go for it, but leave the dog home, okay? And hopefully he's got a fan or air conditioning. But please be mindful of this. If you burn your dog's pads, you have no idea. It takes at least, think of if you burn the bottom of your feet, that's what moves you around. You can't burn it because you burn, you cannot use your feet. You have to be in a wheelchair or be so bandaged up to to let it heal. And so it's nothing to mess with. And it's like everybody's, oh, my, I've taken my dogs on those. Yeah, we just, but fine. You know, folks, it only takes once. And that's why I'm with, uh, you know, when I put the Hugo Good Neighbor Days parade together, no dogs can walk in the parade. The parade's only a mile and a quarter long. I don't care. They better be walking. They better be in a wagon, on a, in a truck, on a car, whatever type thing. But they are not, their pads do not hit that, that asphalt. Okay. So you've got to be very diligent about that. The dogs depend on us. Remember, they are there. They want to please us so much. Well, mom, if you want me to walk in this hot stuff, I guess I'll give it all I can but watch the dog if this starts lagging and the tongue is getting longer and longer and the head's getting lower get them stop have some ice cubes you can put on the pads of their feet to cool them down give them some ice cubes to eat take a rest okay the dogs depend on us so we don't put them into heat stroke and get your dogs a kiddie pool like we just talked about and teach them how to jump in and out of the pool and some dogs, like labs are especially, will tear the pools apart. So I would strongly suggest you get a couple. <laughs> so anyway. I just get the cheap plastic ones, like the $20 ones from Walmart. Yep, that's what I do. Yeah, yep. I have one of those for dog sitting. They love it. Yep, I have, I'm a hoarder of pools. I think right now I've got 15 kitty pools. <laughs> so I, 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 there's uh, six of them are for humans and the rest are for dogs. And how you know <laughs> that they're for dogs, they're not cleaned as well <laughs> as the human ones. So anyway. Okay, who's up to bat? Well, so next up we have Marion, who just wants to figure out if she has the her main coon on the right diet. All right, how you how you doing? Hi, Katie. Very just so happy to talk to you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, what you got for me? Well, I have a beautiful Maine coon that was the best Mother's Day present ever, 2015. He's currently his name is Finnegan. He's currently 20 about 25 pounds. Wow. He had a buddy, uh, our other cat that lived 16 years that died last fall. Uh, and that kind of affected him. Okay. And so I didn't, you know, they used to share food and share yep. the water and now uh, I just want to make sure I'm not overfeeding him or underfeeding him. Okay. We got rid of the dry food yes. completely because it you. really messed with his um, urinary tract. You bet. Especially a boy cats. You bet. They, yes. Yep. Okay. Crystals so in the urine. How, much, how many ounces should he be eating of wet food? I feed him. He wakes me up. He sleeps on my hip. He wakes me up <laughs> about five in the morning okay. to eat, and I give him like a half a can of food. Okay. Then at about two in the afternoon, I give him a little treat. Okay. Some of those um, treats, those delectables that are squeezing treats. Okay. And then he eats supper about 5 o'clock. But I, I just don't think one can of food is enough for this big animal. No kidding. Um, now, when you go through his hair, okay, can you feel when he's standing, 
Okay, you go through the hair, like start at the spine, go down, yeah. and then rub from your, his shoulders to his hips. Rub tips of your fingers on that. And yeah. if you could feel the casing, not gaps, but if you can feel the casing of the ribs, he's good weight. But if he has okay. gaps, then we need to bump him up maybe by a half a can. Okay, and try that for a week or so. Gauge his weight. Everybody should gauge their dog and their cat's weight once a week. Whether you're going to you feed know, this. he just had a haircut. Okay. Uh, because uh, with summer, and mm-hmm. I didn't want him to get too matted. Okay. Yep. And he is totally muscular. Okay. Good. Okay. So then, oh. but still feel him. Still feel him. Okay. Yeah, just okay. like put your thumb. You put your thumb like on his spine. And then your yep. fingertip is like a half inch away from that as you go along the, you know, the top of the, just, you got the backbone. Okay. okay just over. That's where you rub on both sides and, and just see if you can feel the front by the shoulders as a front rib and then go to the back rib, which is, you know, by the waistline. Okay. Okay. And so you should so feel, if I be, feel the rib, then what? Yeah. They're good. That's good. You want, because that tells you he's just right, but you don't okay. want gaps. Okay. But if you can't feel the rib casing at all or you have to dig for it, too fat. <laughs> okay? okay. And so, so yeah. How much do I feed him? Well, see, that's now how old is he? Four? No, he oh. was born. He, we got him in in uh, twenty fifteen, so he's eight. Okay, eight. Yeah, okay. And see, older dogs and cats and humans, we don't need much to maintain, and so that's okay. why usually what I do is that you know if you read the can and they tell you like a twenty pound cat should have four cans a day, <laughs> you know it's yeah. like yeah, no, no, no. You just go the biggest cat I had. That's my I, my whatever call it cat with a K right now, and so he's probably about thirteen, fourteen, and he gets yeah. you know a, a whole can a day. Okay, but then now he's an outdoor cat. He's running off some calories. Okay, Okay. your cat is in the house, correct? So he's not using many calories. So that's why what I would you start out like what you're feeding right now, you know, and then like gauge it. Now if he starts dropping weight, then bump up like a half a can at a time. Now as far as like a treat in the afternoon, I would give him like a pinch of raw hamburger, a pinch of ground turkey. Do something that's you know that's really healthy for him. Okay, Okay. and uh, every once in a while, if you want to, you can give him like a raw chicken wing. You know, that's okay. good for cleaning their teeth and everybody, you know, spaces out. Oh, my God, chicken bones are going to, you know, choke my dog and my cat. Yeah. No, when it's raw, the moisture is in it. And so what happens is that they can crunch it. It cleans their teeth. And it's the, the, not to say how good, you know, the, the calcium from the bones and everything else is. Just don't give him a chicken wing, no, right out of the bat. He's never had anything any meat before, real meat, okay. because then you can get the runs. Because it's kind of like going from Chinese food, which tastes really good, but in two hours you're hungry again, you yeah. know, to steak and lobster. All right. So, like, if you start out with a pinch of hamburger or like if you cook um, cooking chicken, cut off a yeah. piece a little bit for him, you know, raw. Start getting him used to the, his system, used to some raw, and then you can okay. give him like you know a chicken bone. Some some cats will eat it, some cats won't. My Adeline will woof down a chicken wing like left and right. Now. Cat with a K, who's my primary killer on the farm. Last year, he killed all that I know of, killed 11 bunnies. Okay, he wouldn't touch a raw chicken wing wing to save his butt. And it's just like, wait a minute, you eat raw all the time because he's a prolific killer. And Adeline, she she gets a bird or a mouse here and there, you know. Uh, But she just whooped that. So every dog and every cat is different, but you've got to dabble into it because that will help us coat also. Do you have many on any uh, supplements? No. Okay, because what I would do, uh, there's a couple. One, one is called the missing link. Okay. Okay, and that's in powdered form. And what is that? And it's a powdered form. It's got really good, um, like greens 
and and stuff that the the cats need for their digestive system and for their coat. Okay. But once you open it, you have to put it in the refrigerator. And there again, what you're going to do is you're going to put a pinch. Start out with just a pinch in his in his food because cat takes change hard. <laughs> um, see if you'll eat a can of sardines in water, not oh, not in in oil. Okay, a can of sardines because that's really good for his coat. Because with a oh, mancoon, you want that coat in pristine because otherwise you get all those stupid mats. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I, I I learned how to how to brush him now. So that he doesn't get those mats. Good. So yep. Yep. About every six months, he has a haircut. Oh, that's good. Do you do? Do you do the lion cut? Yeah. Oh, I love the lion cut. <laughs> I, I mean, he, the... he is so gorgeous and <sighs> he is so smart. He fetches. Oh, he God. understands words. I know. Oh, I'm I believe his mom, it. But yep. still. Yo, no, 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 no. Those mancoons. I'm totally. I'm enamored with. If you got time, email me. Uh, you know, go to my go to uh, mytalk1071.com. Go to my yeah. go to my website. And email me through my website a picture of them, okay? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, because I'd like I said, I'm, I'm totally, I've had a couple Mancoon crosses. I've never had a real Mancoon, okay? Mancoon, whichever. Yeah. But anyway, and so I've always been enamored by them because it's like, my God, it's a small dog or a medium dog. <laughs> Absolutely. And, they, and their personalities are just so yes. astounding. And they there's are. for being as big as they are, they are so calm and just, like you say, and they're gentle. so smart. Yes. Yeah. yeah they're the coolest yeah. cat. They really are. But I love that you got the lion cat. I had Mirage. I had a lot. You know, having a farm and having a long coat cat is not conducive. And so right. as, as Roger got older, I had to get her cut in the spring and then a light cut in the fall. But I did the first time. I never had a cat where we had to do a lion cut before. I I laughed so hard I putting her pee in my pants because it was know, like, so you got to take it, especially so with a mancoon, the size of that, you got to really take a double take, you know, a yes. like, what, yep. what, what is that? <laughs> but yeah, just try to get, so like I said, what we want to do is get more like fish oil and stuff, you know, omega threes and sixes in his diet to keep that okay. coat real nice, especially uh, winter months, you know, when the furnace goes on to when it goes off, really be aware of maybe a couple cans of sardines a week. Uh, or you oh. can do like uh, get some fish oil. If you take fish oil, put some oil in his, you know, his dip. But just do baby steps, just a little bit, you know. Yeah. And so, um, because that's why you want to keep that coat in pristine, and that and that omega threes and sixes will do that. And the missing link is really good. And a lot of cats really like that, and it's good for their digestive system. And it's got some of the greens in there. Just it's overall pretty good. But just yeah. remember, when you open it, you have to put it in the refrigerator. Okay. People don't right. read the fine print and then they will come back in about a couple of weeks and he smells rancid because oh. it is. <laughs> you got to keep it in the fridge. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, Katie. kiddo. Well, thank you. Have a grand day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, have you seen a Maine Coon? Oh, yeah. Oh. My uh, my best friend, her her dad and his wife, they have they have two Maine Coons. Ooh. Both purebred gorgeous like six extra toes yeah i i think like i have fantasies if i was gonna get a cat i probably would try to like sit around and wait for something of like a very obvious norwegian forest cat or maine coon mix to pop up Mm -hmm. because i mean yes super intelligent yes yes. i know i'm just i'm I'm awed by them and playful yes friendly i don't like i said they're more of a dog to me you know what i mean yeah and they're trainable and they like to swim yep yep well, yeah, people don't realize, you know, the big cats like tigers, lions, they, they like to Oh, they love yeah, swimming. You bet. It's They're just, big swimmers. They are. It's just crazy. Okay, you got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Ants reco- relocate their eggs from a birthing chamber to an incubator after they have hatched. True or false?
Hey, thanks for staying with the Katie Canine Show. Get to all my past shows, podcasts, and such. Go to mytalk1071.com. Go to Katie Canine Show page, and away you go. And then check out to uh, my on my page that Ellie posts things. And if you guys want to know more about goodneighbordays.com, uh, please uh, go there. You can. There's a link there, so check it out. All right. Ants relocate their eggs from a birthing chamber, chamber to an incubator after they are hatched. True or false? I think that's true. They have a lot of chambers. Yes, they do. Yeah. They, they move it. Can you, I just can't believe they have that intelligence that they do that. They, yeah. Well, you're going to hatch. Okay, you're going over to the next room. You know, that totally blows my you, mind. The intelligence of particularly some jungle varieties of ants will scare you. Really? They can... Very intentionally, if there's something up in a tree that they want to get, they will make a tower out of their bodies to go get it. Really? Yes, straight up. You can find videos of this. It's scary. Oh, man. that's I just don't get it. What kind of brain they got? I don't get that. That, that It's a collective brain. Scary. It's that they function on scary. pheromones and not thoughts. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. That's very weird. Oh, well, say, kiddie pools, if you invest in a kiddie pool, you know, go to the big box stores or whatever type of thing, teach your dogs to go in and out of it with no water in it, unless your dog already likes water, then there's no problem. But smaller dogs, sometimes they hate because, it's, oh, I don't want a bath, I don't want a bath. But then put some floating toys in there or put some sinking toys in there. And my Ethel, I would, uh, she was three pounds, right? So obviously her pool is very little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, I would just uh, rip off some uh, grass and then she spent hours bobbing for grass in her pool. <laughs> and so the thing is, is that her face was always nice and clean. Yeah. Stuff like that. And so I can't stress enough, especially with these hot days, is get a kiddie pool for the dogs, you know, type thing. And um, it, it, it'll work out pretty good. All right. Um, one other thing I was going to say, I was looking over here. Da, 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 da. Yeah, we're going to talk about, uh, da, 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 da. yep, yep, and then he, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, with cats, <laughs> uh, the big thing that, um, I've been getting calls where cats are waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning and like, I insist now you will get up and feed me and play with me and blah, blah, blah. And so those are usually totally indoor cats and totally indoor cats get bored. You want First of all, you need to have a floor to ceiling and I mean a floor to ceiling cat tower. Okay, and they've got a lot of them out there. I'm amazed. Perniture, uh, they have the awesome ones. They cost a lot of money, but they are worth it. I got one that's probably close to 30 years old. That's how long the company's been around. It's hand, they're handmade, heavier than sound. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they are so heavy. It takes a village to move them. But you can go online or whatever and find, But because you want something that is, the cats love to be above us, okay? They like to sit and overlook us. You want, want some that have different textures on them, you know, carpet, upholstery, uh, twine rope because each dog cat has a different stuff they like to um feel you know like to claw uh some cats are horizontal you know cars and some are vertical cars uh on this too like uh, the one i have for adeline at the very top is like a cylinder and then on one side is uh an opening so she can look out over us or that's where she sleeps a lot and then there's also like a kind of half circle thing she can sit in and so there's different levels different textures and that's what it's really whether you want to make your own I'm sure you can find it online, uh, but that they need that. And then you know, not, you know, you never ever do a laser with a with a dog, never, or like remote control cars. Don't do that. You correct. You create a compulsive disorder, and then they become uh, shadow chasers and light chasers and blah blah blah. But with cats. Indoor cats need to get moving. So then, what you do? Use a laser for the cat. Remember, never just shut it off. Always have it go around something. 
Um, put a bird feeder or a squirrel feeder outside a window and have a shelf where your cat can lay and watch the birds and watch the squirrels. Uh, put a feather on a, well, I used to, if you get a kid's Zepco fishing rod, okay, and you tie a feather and a weight on it, you can practice your casting as you're casting out the feather and railing <laughs> it like in. That. Okay. Or you can use the same thing, you know, with, um, uh, you, uh, you can get, um, peacock feathers. They don't ha- handle very well, though. They kind of get reffed up really fast. But anyway, and then you could take, um, uh, there's other things that you can tie onto, the, you know, but for any kind of feathers onto that, you know, kid's zip coal thing. And so, like I say, give them entertainment a couple times a day. And then the best thing to do, because they're sleeping all day waiting for you to get home most of the time. So they've had their naps in. So then that's why they're going to wake you up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Also, too, another thing with cats is that you got to remember the dry food is uh, all dogs and cat food is at least 50% carbs. Carbs turn to, to yeah, turn into sugar. Sugar turns into fat. Cats, many cats that are fed the dry food, okay, what happens is, number one, their doo-doos are very dry, so they have a hard time going because they can't drink enough water to compensate for that dry food. And so then they start going outside of the litter box because they, they're, they're equating that, that pain trying to go potty with that dry doo-doo. With a litter box, so they start doing it at other places. Um, also, two cats that are fed dry diets, male cats especially, are prone to crystals in the urine. Those cats, if you had a bout with that, you get them totally off of dry food. Some people will say, well, I do some can and some dry. Nix the dry. End of story. All right. And cats have a total no carb need. No carb. Dogs can tolerate it, but some d- dogs uh, have a, um, they get too fat on a carb, di- you know, a dry diet. If you get them on the raw or the freeze dried or dehydrated and freeze dried, stuff like that, they, they lose weight like real fast because they're, they, 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 they have a carb. Um, just like some people, you know, some people can eat two bags of chips and they're skinnier and the thing. I have two chips and I'm, you know, gained 10 pounds. <laughs> so you've got to roll with the punches. But the big thing with the cats is that like, too, if they're throwing up on a regular basis, some people go, oh, that's just what cats do. They throw up wrong. If your child was throwing up here and there, you try to figure out why, right? Well, I can tell you why the cat's throwing up because he's the, he, they can't compensate enough water for that dry matter. So you, I please, when you got total indoor cats, get them on a total grain-free canned diet, get them on some raw, get them on some freeze-dried. They got freeze-dried now for cats. And they don't, it doesn't take hardly at all. One bag may cost you 40 bucks. That one bag is probably going to last you a month and a half. <laughs> you know, so that's the whole thing. You've got to rethink what you feed the cats. And then their hair is a lot, their coat is a lot uh, nicer getting off that dry food. And uh, then the cats that are so great grossly overweight, lose weight because those carbs that are turning into sugar or turning into fat are all gone and they start losing weight. So be really, really think about that. You know, whether if your cat's um, going outside the litter box with the doo-doos, check the doo-doos if they're dry. You got to get off that total dry food, okay? And if they're throwing up, I tell people do it for two weeks, total grain-free, canned. That's it. Or some raw or whatever. No dry. And you'll be amazed at the demeanor of the dog. I mean, the cat. You're going to see that they're going to sleep through the night. Their coat's going to be better. And there's going to be a lot less doodos in the doodos. Doodle box, too. Because they can process it better. Okay. Who's next? 
Well, at this point, you got 15 seconds. Oh, got 15 seconds. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll get you. (laughs) I didn't look at the clock. The thing is, the elbow is in the way of the clock. But anyway, okay. uh, When we come back, I want what I want to cover this afternoon. Also, is that you got to be what you want the dog to be, folks. Uh, If you want your dog is being a rowdy, like gets overexcited at dinner time, gets overexcited to go for a car ride. I want to help you help the dog calm down so your job is easier and the the dog isn't like Wah! all right okay let's see what what's as big as a cowboy but weighs nothing at all what's as big as a cowboy but weighs nothing at all we'll be back